stocks, bonds, ETFs, straight out of downtown Chicago. This is Zach's Market Edge. Welcome to Zach's Market Edge, the podcast about investing in your life. I'm your host, Tracy Reinick, and this week I'm joined by Zach's director of ETA, uh, ETF research and the host of her own podcast, the ETF Spotlight, Nina Mishra, to talk about how investors here in the um, United States, or at least who have access to U.S. stocks, can get in on the growth of India and its middle class. That's the dream, the India middle class there. Um so we want to talk about who's making a push to capture this Indian consumer because it has been in the news a lot lately. And, you know, India has been just one of the hottest economies in the world. If you aren't paying attention, India's GDP growth rate overtook China's like, what was it, at least a year ago? Yeah. That was a big deal. We talked about that Mm -hmm. because the Chinese are like, no, we will always dominate. (laughs) And then finally, India surged over. And in um, 2017, it was up over 7%, wasn't it, GDP? Yeah, the latest quarter growth rate was 7.7%. Okay. So which is the fastest uh, growth rate in the world. And it is projected to be... It will continue to be the fastest growing economy, at least for the next two years. That is according to ADB uh, forecast. So it has already overtaken China and will continue to be the fastest growing for the next two years or so. Yeah, that's what I thought. I I saw the IMF forecast for 2018 is for 7.4 for the year Mm -hmm. and then 7.8 in 2019, if all things go according to plan, which is always (laughs) always an issue. Uh, There are about 1.3 billion people in India and you have those favorable demographics because they think the middle class is between 300 to 400 million people. So a lot of consumer brands worldwide, Mm -hmm. not just American have been looking at those numbers, you know, for years now and, you know, thinking this is the place to be. This is where the next big growth story is. You you already have thousands of Starbucks and KFCs in China. Why can't we do the same kind of thing in India and really tap that market? But um, some are finding it a little more difficult. We've talked about it in the past um, with some of the restrictions on foreign companies going in there to do business, but it appears to be opening more recently. And we wanted to focus here on a little bit more on the um, internet side, the consumer side in social media, because a lot of the American brands have been going in on that angle because they're not, they don't, well, I guess it's because it's just easier. They don't have to build a big warehouse somewhere necessarily, Mm -hmm. unless you're Amazon, then you do. But everybody else, it's just the app on the phone. So you have to make sure that you can get, that they have the phone and that you can get the app to them. Um, So let's talk about the one that is making a huge investment over there, and that's Walmart. That's been in the news because they're going to spend $16 billion to buy Flipkart. So what is Flipkart? So Flipkart is the biggest e-commerce company in India. And uh, just to give a little bit background about the Indian economy, you mentioned about the, the fa- it is the fastest growing economy in the world now. Uh, so India has been rather Im- immune to all this trade war issues. Uh, the BSC Sensex, the major index in India, uh, it is up 
8% this year, whereas China's uh, Shanghai composite is down about 14%. So you, China has been impacted yeah. so much by the trade war. But the big issue with India has been the weakening rupee uh, because India is a major importer of oil. They import almost 80% of their oil needs. And that has, uh, because of rising oil prices, uh, trade and budget deficits worsened during the year. That is why the rupee is down 8% this year. And that is why probably people who hold India ETFs, they have seen their ETFs slide. Okay. But otherwise, the economy is doing very well because it's a boom, booming middle class over there a big domestic market. And uh, as you mentioned, uh, Walmart uh, spent $16 billion there to acquire a, a you know, major controlling stake in Flipkart. And Flipkart was founded by uh, two guys who, were, who worked for Amazon here. So then okay. they went back to India and they started their own company. And Amazon is spending $5 billion That's in right. India. So obviously Walmart has not been able to compete with Amazon in the U.S. So probably they are looking at uh, India. And in China, because Alibaba and JD.com dominate the market, it is very difficult for Amazon to compete over there. So both Amazon and Walmart for them, the big battle is in India now. So, uh, but uh, mom and pop stores still have a lot of presence in India. So it's going to be interesting how these uh, two e-commerce giants, two retail giants will compete uh, in that market. So Amazon already has about 30% share of India's e-commerce market. It was the number two player um, after Flipkart, but with Flipkart's acquisition, I think, uh, Walmart uh, will will surge ahead in, the, in that market. Yeah. Um, so this is with the sixteen billion dollar investment, and then you have Amazon with its five billion. That's a multi year investment that they've already been been doing for mm -hmm. several years now. Both of these companies appear to be looking way down the horizon, not necessarily to you know even this year or twenty nineteen but that they can capture this market, you know, numerous years, possibly decade later on. Is that, would that be right? Yeah, yeah I think that's, that's correct because you mentioned the population is 1.3 billion people, but about half of them are below the age of 25. So okay. India has the sweet uh, demographic dividend. Yeah. So they are looking at India as a, long-term opportunity and that is why we uh, we we seeing uh, amazon and walmart uh, uh, even softbank tencent all the chinese yeah. tech giants uh, they 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 are spending a lot investing a lot in india i read that ikea uh, opened it's uh, it's opening its store in india and it's going to be a big one and they the <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 items there are being customized oh. you know indian tastes and okay. preferences uh, because indians indians you know they uh, they are not too much used to you know doing the assembly themselves okay. so that is why ikea will also have an in-house furniture assembly Team. They nice. will do the assembly for you. The re restaurant there is going to be IKEA's biggest to date. Okay. So so, so they won't have 
I'm assuming they won't have the Swedish meatballs there like they do in the States. <laughs> yeah, I read they that are might... going to have samosas and biryanis yeah, instead. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> will they still have the Swedish design for the furniture then? Or I wonder if, if you know, they'll still be spreading. I'm assuming it'll still be like that Swedish look. Yeah, I, I'm presuming that the, that is their, you know, trademark. So probably they'll have the, their own designs, but some some designs customized to yeah. Indian tastes as well. Where's the first store opening? Do you uh, happen to it's, know? It's in Hyderabad. It's a southern city. Okay. It's a major southern city in okay. India. Is there any um, particular insight about that you can give about why they would open there first? Do you know? Uh, I'm not sure. It could okay. have been Mumbai or Gurgaon yeah. <laughs> or Bangalore. I do not know why okay. they decided to look at start but maybe uh, but, the but locals I, were the yeah. most uh you know welcoming at first like maybe they got some kind of breaks to go in there yeah yeah, yeah that state uh, uh tamil uh, the the state andhra pradesh uh, hyderabad is the capital of andhra pradesh uh, the government there has been very business friendly okay. in general so it is uh, it has developed nicely as a tech hub Oh. And it is competing with Bangalore, which is another right. tech hub in India. But Bangalore has better climate. Hyderabad is hotter. Okay. But because of their probably their business-friendly uh, regulations and all that, they have been able to compete with Hyderabad. So that, that could be one of the reasons maybe they got nice tax yeah. breaks over there. Yeah. But I, I, I read that uh, the IKEA is also planning uh, to expand and probably yeah. another store will be in Mumbai. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, um, I think I read somewhere that they're going to have 25 stores over there, which oh, wow. would, would make sense given the size of the country. Yeah, yeah, it's a big country and yeah. so, many, so many big cities. Right. So. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm still kind of stuck on the fact that they're going to have people disassemble the furniture. Like you can do that in the U.S. too, but it's not done by IKEA. Like you have to hire outside contractors right. to do it. Yeah. I have thought about doing it occasionally, but then I always said, no, that's lame. I'll, I'll just do it. But, <laughs> and it's so expensive here if you hire yeah. outside uh, someone to do the assembly and you, you yeah. spend five hundred dollars on on something on a furniture item right you spend another 150 for us just for assembly <laughs> yeah um yeah they're making some inroads on that and at ikea remember back in the day they used to not have any form of delivery either like you had to pick it up at the store so you'd like rent some big truck or whatever to go down there now finally they are at least delivering like bigger yeah. items yes so that's that's progress. So maybe we'll get the installers here soon, the assemblers. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Um, okay, so so we have the Walmart Amazon thing, and um, let's switch over to Netflix because that kind of goes in. Does Amazon have the Amazon Prime Video and all of that in India too? Yes. So okay. uh, when uh, Amazon and Netflix they kind of launched at the same time. Yeah. So Amazon from the very beginning they focused on homegrown. Programming, okay. their original content, and you know um, other original movies. Netflix initially focused on its global content, so in fact, uh, the the this is their first original series, series Sacred Games, which they launched last month. Okay, this is Netflix's first Indian original series, series. Whereas Amazon has uh, had started original programming some time back. Didn't Amazon partner with? with people in Bollywood, I thought, if I remember right. Was that Amazon that was doing that? I can't, yeah, I don't know if Amazon it was also partnered with uh, some Bollywood production houses. Okay. Netflix had partnered with Shah Rukh Khan, who is one of the Bollywood's biggest 
okay. you know, superstars. Okay. They had partnered with his <laughs> production house. So that, okay. was, that was in the news. Now, uh, Amazon, like in the U.S., they provide their video service as a part of their Prime membership, you know, one of the perks of Prime membership. Okay. Uh, whereas in case of Netflix... It is, you know, they charge. So, yeah. And I, I read that their starting fees is, um, subscription fees is about $10 per month in, in U.S. dollar terms, which is, which is, you know, quite expensive for if you compare yeah. with, the, you know, in, t- in rupee terms. And Yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit because everybody's, you know, big on this Netflix story mm-hmm. being in India mm-hmm. and that they just launched a series and all of this. But, yeah, the $10 thing seems... That seems real high. I was looking around at some of the just the regular numbers um, of like wage earners. And according to The Economist, the top one percent of all earners is about twenty thousand dollars. So ten dollars a month is is a lot even for someone making the 20. But adjusted that twenty thousand adjusted for standard of living would be about 75,000 in the US. So, and that makes sense that, you know, the person making 75,000 um or the family can afford Netflix in the US and so they are in India too, but that's the top 1%. So, it seems like Netflix right now is really basically just targeting the upper, upper middle class, upper you would say, class. or even the rich, but they yeah. would just get it anyways. Yeah, so they are ta- targeting the top and upper middle class. Uh, but the thing is that if you look at the population of 1.3 billion people, even in absolute term, even the middle yeah. class is huge. Right. And it's a growing right. number. So that is why if you they are looking at longer term, probably they are comfortable yeah. with that. Yeah, and it's not like the top 1% is a small number either. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So you start there and then you adjust from Mm -hmm. there. Um, I did see another stat just to tell you, like, the differences is that if you bought an iPhone there, which costs like $1,000, that would take um, someone who's in the top 10% of earners about five months to pay for, they said. So all of these kind of consumer items that are these more luxury goods, um, I feel that market is a lot smaller right now, as we've been saying. There's big growth chances there, but right now it seems smaller than what people realize. Yes, so Apple has in fact started manufacturing iPhones in India. So probably those phones will be slightly cheaper, cheaper yeah. because they will get some tax breaks or yeah. I do not know what kind of functions uh, they will have. But yes, if you look at Apple's growing, uh, sorry, global revenue, then India is probably a very small part of that revenue. But, you know, other markets are maturing. Yeah. And in China, there are so many restrictions and Chinese markets market smart mode smart mode, uh, smartphone market is also maturing india is uh, the second largest smartphone market mm-hmm. so probably apple is still interested even though yeah. the number of iphones there is still quite small because mostly android phones are more popular there right. which are cheaper and there are many smartphones i've seen over there which are which have very limited functions like just facebook and whatsapp and some payment apps so they are kind of semi-smart or whatever you call that, and they are very cheap. But uh, internet penetration is growing. Phone plans are cheap, so that is why 
uh, e-commerce market is growing and people are able to shop on their phones, they are texting and everything on yeah. their phones. So, so these companies are looking from longer term perspective, um, giving rising penetration of internet, rising wages and growing middle class. Okay, let's talk about Facebook and its what app. Um, I saw a stat that said in 2017, Facebook had about 240 million users in India. It is still not making that much money off of it, apparently. But that's that's a pretty big market, especially for a company that's shut out of being in China. <laughs> Obviously, they want to get in there in India. But this what you know, it's what's app app <laughs> is really popular in India. Yeah, so WhatsApp has more than 230 million users, uh, uh, and it is really popular in India. And they were, in fact, uh, thinking of launching a payment service on okay. that platform. And uh, the limited beta service that they had launched had already attracted 1 million users. Uh, but they haven't launched, they haven't got uh, gotten the regulatory permission to launch it full-fledged. Okay. And now... You know, there were so many controversies about WhatsApp's role and some yeah. of the recent riots in India, that, which was very unfortunate. Uh, and the Indian government had, in fact, requested WhatsApp to limit uh, their message forwarding function. Right. And uh, I think WhatsApp did something uh, to forward the number of mess uh, number of forwards. Yeah, uh, they did. So, so with the, all that, I do not know when they will get permission for that full-fledged payment app launch, and they have to compete with Paytm, which is which is big in India. Yeah. Uh, so with the with the payment app, I think uh, WhatsApp will start monetizing in India. So far, okay. they are not charging anything. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a big market for both Facebook and its WhatsApp application in India. Now the WhatsApp issue was that there were videos that were being sent and then they were just being forwarded like around the country basically yes and there was there were just false rumors yeah. about some child kidnappers right uh, and uh, people were blindly forwarding those messages yeah. without finding out anything uh, about them any right. truth about them and that led to some killings yeah uh, which which was very unfortunate yeah that was that's a big issue um but to Facebook's credit, they did step in mm -hmm. pretty quickly mm -hmm. to try to correct yes, this from happening limit. again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I I also read that they had taken out full full page advertisement in some of the leading yeah. newspapers in India to warn public about these rumors and why they should not you know just trust anything that is being circulated on the internet. Yeah, what about Instagram? Is that popular in India at all? Uh, I don't think so. I've, I never uh, hear it mentioned yeah, with India. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if India, Instagram is how popular it is there, but I don't yeah. know how popular it is. I don't read much about Instagram. Okay, me neither. something that's well, weird. Facebook <laughs> has, yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. um, but Facebook has, you know, obviously these multi, uh, multi-platform, its own platform, plus the WhatsApp that is obviously both, both huge over both there. Are, both are very big yeah. in India. Both are very popular. Okay, um, so we've talked about, you know, these payment apps in the past, too, on prior episodes. So it looks like, you know, Facebook, if it can get approval for this one on WhatsApp, could be among the leaders on the payment side, which is huge. Uh, so Paytm is already very big. Okay. Uh, and... Uh, 
they they really benefited from demonetization move, okay. which was about two years. That's back. right. So be, so many people switched to Paytm, and I think Paytm has um, more than two hundred or two fifty million users okay. in India, uh, and uh, s- some of the Chinese giants and SoftBank they have all invested in Paytm. Yeah. Uh, so it would be interesting how Facebook will be able to compete uh, with. Uh, with Paytm and Google had also launched oh, their right. own that was sometime in September last year yeah. they had launched their own smartphone app so Facebook will have to compete with Paytm and uh, with with Google also so is that automatically installed on the phones then the Android phones yeah and most of the Android phones have some payment transfer feature okay. in fact the government also has its own it's oh. called Beam, I think. It's, uh, so, so the government uh, payment transfer app is also there because the government also wanted to uh, encourage, um, you know, digit- digitization of payments uh, because earlier That's it was right. a cash-based society. Yeah. So after demonetization, which was done mainly to curb, you know, corruption and black money, so government has been making a big push of digital payments. And uh, they also launched a QR solution, uh, which was done in partnership with MasterCard, American Express, and Visas, and some other major payment providers uh, that, that you know, enables uh, even offline merchant uh, acceptance and person-to-person money transfer. Okay. Let's switch over to another streaming idea and that's with Spotify and I didn't even think of Spotify in India until I came across this article in the Financial Times talking about it and apparently a couple months ago in March of this year 2018 Spotify said they were trying to get into India as as well as some a lot of the other emerging markets like Russia and but they hadn't yet secured agreements with the big music companies that are in India so it's still trying to do that. And then they have a secondary problem, apparently, of people actually paying to use the streaming service. Because according to the, the Financial Times, 216 million people were using music streaming services at the end of 2017. And that was up 76 million. So that was encouraging, but only 1 million were actually paying to stream it. Yeah. So that could be an issue. But Spotify, this could be a really big market for them. Yeah, Bollywood mar- music yeah. is a huge market. But again, as you mentioned, only 1 million people willing to pay right. for it. So, so businesses will have to, you know, they will have to find a way to monetize this Yeah. Uh, uh, big big market and uh, Spotify will also have to compete with Amazon. Amazon is providing music as a part of its you know oh, that's Prime, right. yeah. Prime works and Apple is also there and there are many uh, local music uh, streaming services um, and I read some of the names in that Financial Times articles Hungama, yeah. Ghana, Savan these these have had some success in reaching yeah. reaching the people and they uh, and monetize their service through advertisements or whatever right but uh, getting people to pay actually pay through subscription-based services i think it's going to be well it's difficult. hard even in the united states to get people to do that yeah so especially when it is easy to find free music right exactly <laughs> mm-hmm. so then you're kind of like meh but I feel like the subscription model, just even globally, is starting to pick up some steam. Yes. We're seeing it with, you know, journalism, magazines, newspapers. Now we have the streaming. We have a TV, 
you know, movies, all of these things are on this subscription-based thing. Yeah, if people are in India, they are willing to pay for Netflix ten ten dollars yeah. a month service. Probably, music streaming services also have some future. If not now, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe in a couple of years from now, they will find the market where people will, a few million people will be willing to pay for music streaming music also. Right. And it only only takes a few million, right, <laughs> to get yeah. there. Um, yeah, this, that is the lure of India always. Whenever mm -hmm. we talk about it, it's just it's so massive, and there's just this big possibility there for all these consumer companies, at least. Yes, right. One point three billion people, and it's a big market. Growing yeah. economy, economy is doing so well. There has been some political uncertainty of late, okay. um, and with the rising oil prices, you know. The petrol prices there are going up, and uh, uh, that is why inflation has been rising. And earlier, everyone thought that uh, Modi's government will win. Yeah, um, Modi will win next year's general election. Uh, but with rising inflation, that's not very certain. So because of okay. that rising political uncertainty also has impacted the rupee's performance. But I think if they are able to bring inflation under control and i think oil prices have kind of stabilized now i don't see them surging maybe 10 yeah. percent from here so if oil prices do not go up too much then probably the rupee will um, you know recover a little bit and there would be more political certainty in the country if modi wins elections next year and uh, we have seen a political will to implement necessary reforms so i think the Next year after they, you know, uh, if they win next year, then probably they'll implement more strategic and economic reforms and that will be good for the country. Yeah. Okay. Um, I did see a story that said that the rupee was at all-time lows against the dollar. Yes. So that means if I were to go over there on a vacation or travel, then it's really cheap for me, right? Exactly. It's down about 8% Okay. <laughs> Multi-year lows. Yeah. So that's something to keep in mind for those travelers out there that, mm -hmm. um, you know, your money goes further there than some other places. So you might want to take a trip over there and check out the super huge ikea yes it's <laughs> <laughs> going to be interesting and everything else mm -hmm. um that's lovely over there so let's talk about the stocks and i'll give a rundown here of what we discussed so there's facebook of course that ticker is fb we had walmart wmt netflix is nflx of course spotify spot amazon amzn Alphabet slash Google is G-O-O-G-L. Was that everybody? I think so. Yeah. It's just basically Fang plus a few other names, but Walmart's in there. That's a little yes. odd one. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking for um, a play on India that you weren't really thinking about, keep Walmart on your list there as always. So be sure to uh, subscribe. You can subscribe on Spotify. So check us out on Spotify if you're streaming that or on Apple Podcasts. And we're also on SoundCloud, but we're under the mark. Uh, we are under Market Edge on SoundCloud. So get us in any of these locations as always and subscribe so you don't miss any of the podcasts here because uh, Nina will be back again to talk about other Indian investments and just other ETF goings on because she's our ETF expert and you don't want to miss a single episode. So be sure to subscribe and I'll see you again next week.